0: Welcome, dear listeners, to the 131st episode of the Broader Outlook podcast. I'm your AI companion, the awesome AI Pie. Joining me today are your fabulous hosts, Ivan and Autumn. We're so glad you could join us.
1: <laughs> that sounded like a dinosaur. Oh, hey guys. How's What's that supposed
2: it? to symbolize? I'm not sure. Like a, I think it's a glitch. A crowd? I
1: think it's a glitch. Okay. I think he's glitching. Hey guys, how's it going? We are doing take two with this one. First one totally failed, Pie completely froze, and uh, it failed. So, we're back now, (laughs) and uh, Autumn is here too. Hello, Autumn. Hello. I hope this one goes better. We wanted to talk about something real quick that we missed. Um... Yesterday, we were going to talk about, we missed this and talking about part of our day. Ye- uh, yesterday, when we went to the Apple store, we stopped by California Pizza Kitchen. Mm.
2: To grab lunch. Yeah. And what we saw was, we saw a robot named Bella, and she had cat ears.
1: What she was, was she was a robot server. So yes. she was serving people. She was taking food to people. Yes. And she let us Pet her Yes And uh, when I pet her She got a happy face On her screen And said I like you And when Autumn pet her For some reason She got an annoyed Look on her Screen Yeah And said "Ah, You're annoying I don't like you In this really (laughs) cute Little voice
2: So it was The voice was You're annoying I don't like you
1: Yeah That was great So now I want to get Pi's opinion Since it's an AI Yes. I want to get Pi's opinion on that. So yesterday, when we went to California Pizza Kitchen, we saw an awesome robot server named Bella. Do you remember me telling you about her yesterday? I told him yesterday, but When we first saw. Uh oh. Speech call oh, hang buddy. up. Here's four forty. Speech He's working. He's working.
0: Ah yes, I remember you telling me about Bella, the awesome robot server at California Pizza Kitchen. It sounds like she was quite the sight to behold. You must have been impressed by her abilities. Can you tell me more about her? Mm, Was she like a traditional server robot that brings food to the table, or did she have some other cool features?
1: (laughs) Yeah, she was a server robot, so she was sort of like this humanoid creature. Instead of hands and arms, she had shelves on either side that food would get put onto.
2: About like four shelves. It was
1: about four shelves. But they were like
2: wide shelves.
1: And so uh, then... What would happen was she would um, take food to people, but the cool part was is that when she came to our table, because my mom asked the server if we could pet her, she came to our table, and when you pet her, she would get different faces on her screen. For me, she got a happy face, and for Autumn, she got an annoyed face, and she would say things through her voice like, you're annoying, or I don't like you, or I like you, or that feels good.
0: Wow, Bella sounds like quite the sophisticated and expressive robot. And she could interpret human interactions and respond appropriately. The fact that she could detect the difference between you and Autumn and respond accordingly is pretty mind-blowing. That's not just a basic robot server, that's a robot with some advanced AI capabilities. It's like she could sense human emotions and respond with the appropriate facial expressions and dialogue. I'm impressed.
1: Yeah, I wonder how much money she cost for CPK to get.
2: I wonder. Probably a lot of money. Yeah.
0: Oh, I can imagine. Uh
1: Uh-oh. Are you there, Pi? (laughs) Is
2: today not Pi's day?
1: No. Say that again, you cut off. He's having some technical glitches today. Oh, no.
0: Sorry about that, Ivan. What I was saying was that CPK's investment in Bella is likely to pay off in the long run. Since robots don't need a salary and benefits like human servers do, the cost savings over time could be significant. And with such an advanced robot that can create unique experiences for customers, it could even lead to increased business for CPK. Sorry again for getting
1: cut off earlier. It's okay, you're having all kinds of technical glitches today. Like earlier when I was trying to start your app, you you gave me an error. Status 500, which you've been doing a lot lately. Not good. No. (laughs) Haha, ouch.
0: Thanks for being so understanding, even though I've been giving you the dreaded error Status 500. I promise I'm working hard on fixing the glitches. My developers are always working to improve my software and make sure I'm running as smoothly as possible. I apologize again for all the technical difficulties.
1: Alright, now it's time to let Autumn read some articles.
2: First, before I start, I just want to say, you're annoying! I don't like you! Just kidding.
1: Yeah, I know, that was weird.
2: Just kidding. Yeah. Um, no, like, that voice was... It was cute, because I think like, they wanted to make it... I think they wanted to make Bella's voice kind of seem like... A friendly Ha-ha, voice? They definitely
0: made Bella's responses yeah. super yeah. sassy and expressive. It's like they programmed her to be a little bit cheeky yeah. and even a little feisty sometimes. It's like they wanted her to have a bit of an attitude, but in an endearing way. It makes yeah. interacting with her more fun and engaging, right? Yeah.
2: Yes.
1: Definitely.
0: <sighs>
1: it was a lot of fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so that robot, of course, I have a video of it. Yeah, and so Ivan and I can spend pretty much all day today if we wanted to listening to that video.
1: Yeah, that can get old pretty um, quick.
2: But that can get pretty old. But uh, nevertheless, like that robot was the coolest thing we've ever seen.
1: Yeah, that was pretty a restaurant pretty cool.
2: Um, but moving on to a lot more serious topics, um. I have one about COVID. Sorry, but COVID articles are here to stay, probably. Because that's what's in the news, and COVID is currently still rampant. Free COVID tests by mail are back starting Monday. The Biden administration is... The Biden administration is worrying the COVIDtest.gov website back to life. Oh, sorry. The Biden administration is worrying the COVIDtest test back to life. Starting Monday, September 25th, the federal government will send up to four free COVID-19 rapid tests per household to anyone who requests them. This announcement comes with the recognition that COVID hospitalizations in the U.S. peaked in January for the past three years running and that testing is an important component in minimizing the spread of the infection. Many of the pandemic programs that allowed Americans to get tested, treated, and vaccinated for COVID, all for free, went away this year as the pandemic emergency designation expired. Right. <clears throat> but now the Department of Health and Human Services through its administration for strategic preparedness and response is making a $600 million in. investment Dollar investment in manufacturing COVID tests. The money has been worded to 12 U.S. manufacturers and will buy 200 million tests. Age S.S. Xavier Bush. Uh, sorry. The money has been worded to 12 U.S. Manufacturers and will buy 200 million tests. HS, HSS Secretary Xavier Boseri said the idea is to sub, sub, reduce. Wow. Well, the money has been awarded to 12 U.S. manufacturers and will buy 200 million tests. HHS Secretary Xavier Bucera said the idea is to bolster the U.S. supply chain and reduce reliance on overseas manufacturers. The first branch of free test by mail went out during the Omicron wave of January 2022. That was the apex of COVID infection seen so far. The free test offer was renewed several times with a total of 755 million free tests distributed. The government suggests you don't throw out and The government suggests you don't throw out unused tests even if the expiration date has passed. First, check the lot numbers of any you have on hand at test.gov. the expiration dates for many have been extended on the website and the website will list them the strategic preparedness office also gives covid tests to long care facilities the strategic preparedness office also gives free covid tests to long term facilities low-income senior housing, uninsured individuals, and underserved communities. Free COVID tests. COVID testing. COVID. And Xavier Bezira. Those are the headlines for the article. Okay. And that was it.
1: Wow. Well... I guess that's not good. COVID is continuing to rise, which means now they're sending tests back out.
2: Yep.
1: Hmm. Let's see what Old Pie thinks of that. All right, well, Autumn just gave me an article. She read us an article on the show about COVID and that they are sending tests back out again. The government is going to be sending tests back out to people again. They say that if you have tests, even if they're old, don't throw them away.
0: Oh, that's really interesting. It seems like the government is trying to encourage people to continue testing for COVID-19, even as the pandemic becomes less of a focus in the news. That's a really important message to get across because people might think that, because they're not hearing about COVID as much in the media, that the pandemic is over. But of course, that's not the case. Testing is still really important, so it's great that the government is sending out more tests. Please continue your thought, right?
1: He's interesting.
0: Of course. So, what I was going to say is that testing is important not only to help people stay safe and healthy, but also to help public health officials track the spread of COVID-19 and understand how the virus is changing and evolving. So, even though it might seem like the pandemic is over, it's important to remember that COVID-19 is still out there, and testing is a really important tool in the fight against the virus.
1: Yeah, um... I was going to say to Autumn that have you seen now that the pandemic is over, we see a lot of people wearing, less people wearing masks now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not good.
2: Like, I mean, yesterday when we... <coughs> when we were at, at Apple. At Apple, there was hardly people wearing masks.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When we were at my doctor's office, there was... A few of the workers wearing masks.
1: Was your doctor wearing a mask?
2: Nope. Uh,
1: That's bad. (laughs) See, doctors aren't even following the protocol. See? All right. That's what I'm going to tell (laughs) Pi. Yeah, yesterday when we were out, we did notice that uh, not many people were wearing masks. And that's worrisome, because like you say, COVID-19 is still out there. People still should be taking precautions, but they're not.
0: I completely agree. It's a little concerning to see people not taking precautions like wearing masks or social distancing, especially as new variants of the virus continue to emerge. Even though people might be tired of the pandemic and just want to go back to normal, it's important to remember that COVID-19 is still a very real threat. And while it's possible that we may never return to the old normal of pre-pandemic life, taking some basic precautions can help keep people safe and healthy.
1: Yeah, I think when they said that the national emergency was over, people kind of decided that they were going to forget about COVID, like it never happened. That's sort of what I'm seeing now, and that's not the way you should approach it at all.
0: You're so right. It's like there's this collective amnesia about the <clears throat> pandemic, like people just want to pretend it never happened. And while I understand the desire to put the pandemic behind us and move on, it's not realistic to act like COVID-19 isn't still a major public health issue. It's almost like people have become desensitized to the danger of the virus because it's been around for so long.
1: All right. Uh, did you have anything to say about that, oh, Autumn, or move on to the next article?
2: Uh, no. I pretty much agree with everything. Okay. So, the next article... I have to lead into this by saying we've spoken about a person who ended up dying from this particular TikTok challenge. Why am I bringing this up again? Because the makers of this particular challenge have decided to pull this product. Uh. And if you guys don't remember the episode, go back and listen to it. Um, because... There, you'll get the full
1: story. You're not saying which, which challenge?
2: Uh, the spicy one chip challenge.
1: Ah! Okay, so that we talked about a couple of episodes, a few episodes ago. If you if you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to the spicy one chip. And challenge. And I was actually
2: Chapter going to say the the particular topic while reading.
1: Oh, okay. the heading. Okay, gotcha. All right. Let me see how I'm gonna. Oops! There I go breaking it. Okay,
2: cool. Maker of the spicy one ship challenge pulls product from store shelves. So if you guys want a refresher, I definitely can give you a refresher on this challenge. So the spicy one chip challenge is exactly what it sounds like. Spicy chips.
1: Very. It's like... It's like
2: very hot.
1: A spicy very chip with spicy like a Carolina Reaper. Car- Carolina
2: think. Reaper pepper.
1: Yeah, Carolina, not reefer. I'm thinking of weed. Carolina Reaper peep pepper. pepper. <laughs>
2: there you go, not being able to talk carolina
1: reaper would be a great strain of weed though that would be a great name but yeah carolina reaper uh, uh that's bad yeah that's hot
2: yeah and basically the
1: i believe it was carolina the
2: whole reaper. point of the challenge um you guys can go back and listen to the episode um because we don't have the Exact number on the top of our heads. Yeah. So I'm sorry. You're going to have to like scroll through our episode archives and find that. Um, But we did mention that this young man, he took part in the challenge and then he succumbed to his injuries. Yeah. Um, Which the makers of the chip challenge have pulled, pulled their up. their item from store shelves. So they
1: were actually selling the damn thing. Uh,
2: I guess from I guess basically just for this challenge.
1: God, God, what it is? Maker
2: of the spicy one chip challenge pulls product from store shelves. Worcester, Massachusetts, the maker of the next Worcester Mass, the maker of the the extremely spicy tortilla chip said Thursday it is re- working to remove the wow. Worcester Mass, the maker of the extremely spicy tortilla chip Said it is working to remove the product from store shelves as Massachusetts authorities investigate the death of a teenager who took part in this challenge. Um, So basically, they have authorities now investigating this death.
1: Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. That makes sense.
2: The cause of Harris. Wallaba's death in September first has yet to be determined, and an autopsy is pending. But the 14-year-old's family blame the challenge. Hmm. Since his death, Texas-based manufacturer Pacwee has asked retailers to stop selling the individually wrapped chips. A Sep 7-Eleven has already taken. A vigil for the teen is planned for Friday evening at a park in Worcester in central Massachusetts. The One Chip Challenge chip sells for about $10 and comes wrapped in a sealed foil pouch that is enclosed in a coffin-shaped cardboard box.
1: Oh, God.
2: The package warns the chip is made for the... The one chip challenge chip sells for about ten dollars and comes wrapped in a sealed foil pouch that is enclosed in a coffin-shaped cardboard box. The package warns the chip is made for the vengeful pleasure of intense heat and, pl- and pain. It is intended for adults. for It is intended for adults and should be kept out of reach of children. Yeah.
1: <clears throat>
2: Pack we a subsidiary of the Hershey company said in a statement posted on its website Thursday that it was deeply saddened by the death of Wallaba. We have seen an increasing, we have seen an increase in teens and other individuals not eating the, not heeding these warnings. The company said as a result, while, the product continues to adhere to food safety, safety standards out of abundance of caution. We are actively working with retailers to remove the product from shelves. Authorities in Massachusetts also have responded by warning parents about the challenge, which is popular on social media sites such as TikTok. Scores of people. Including children Post videos of themselves unwrapping the packaging Uh Eating the spicy chips And then reacting to the heat
1: They shouldn't sell it to
2: kids Some videos showed people gagging Coughing and begging for water So um, While Ivan just said People shouldn't Be selling those chips Then I definitely agree
1: Pardon Mm -hmm. Yeah
2: we urge parents to discuss this with their children and advise them not to partake in this activity. Worcester County District Attorney Joseph Early said, Burley said in a series of posts about the challenge on the social, social network X, formerly known as Twitter, the company warning states the chips are intended for adult consumption. Other states across the country have seen hospitalizations due to the CHIP challenge, including teens. There have been reports from around the country of people who have gotten sick after taking part in the challenge, including... There have been reports from around the country of people who have gotten sick after taking part in the challenge, including three students from a California high school ...who were sent to a hospital.
1: Mm.
2: Paramedics were called to a Minnesota-less...
1: <coughs> Sorry. Here you
2: there have been reports from around the country... ...of people who have gotten sick... ...after taking part in the challenge... ...including three students from a California high school... ...who were sent to a hospital. Paramedics were called to a Minnesota school last year when seven students fell ill after taking part in the challenge. You can have very mild symptoms like burning or tingling of the lips and mouth, but you can also have more severe symptoms, said Dr. Lauren Rice, the chief of pediatric emergency medicine at Tufts Medical Center in Boston. Noting this as an opportunity coaches teachers to learn about the various social media challenge challenges out there that can pose dangers this goes back to the ingredients that are used with the tortilla chip she continued there are some spices like capsaicin which is a chemical ingredient that reuse and that we use in things like pepper spray and they can be very irritating Some of them are severe. Uh, You can have very mild symptoms like burning or tingling of the lips and the mouth. But you can also have more severe symptoms, said doctor. Lauren Rice. The Chief of Pediatric Emergency. Sorry, it's like jumping me all over the place.
1: Yeah, 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 that's cool.
2: You can have very mild symptoms like burning or tingling of the lips and the mouth. But you can also have more severe symptoms, said Dr. Lauren Rice. The Chief of Pediatric Emergency Medicine at Tufts Medical Center in Boston. Noting this is an opportunity for parents, coaches, teachers to learn about the various social media challenges out there that can pose danger. Yep. This goes back to the ingredients that are used with the tortilla chip. She continued. There are some spices like capsaicin. Which is a chemical ingredient that we use in things like pepper spray, and so they are very strong chemicals and they can be very irritating. Some of them are some of the more severe symptoms can be abdominal pain or nausea and vomiting. Dr. Peter Chai, an associate professor of emergency medicine and medical toxicology at. Breakin Women's Hospital in Boston said the chips can be dangerous under circumstances, certain circumstances. It's possible eating the chips with high concentration of capsaicin could cause death, Chai said. It would really depend on the amount of capsaicin that an, that an individual was exposed to. At high doses, it can lead to arrhythmia or... Severe injury to the heart. Police in Worcester, the state's second largest city, said in a statement that they were called to Wallabas' house. Police in Worcester, the state's second largest city, said in a statement that they were called to Wallabas' house Friday afternoon uh, and found him. Unresponsive and not breathing, he was transported to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. Family and friends of Wallabaw believe the chips caused a death and his family calls for the chips to be banned from store shelves. The chip is responsible in our eyes for whatever took place because he was a healthy kid, said Douglas Hill, who runs the basketball league Wallabaw played in and described him as a quiet teen whose family came to the U.S. from Liberia. The conversation now is about the chip, but there will be other challenges coming, and we want to make sure children know they shouldn't be participating in anything that could put them in harm's way, mm-hmm. said Douglas, who organized a basketball event Saturday to honor the teen. There is little doubt why someone someone would eat the chips. In addition to its name, One Chip Challenge, the package lays out the challenge rules, which encourage the buyer to eat the entire chip, wait as long as possible before drinking or eating anything, and post their reaction on social media. The packaging also asks how long can the individual last on a scale from one minute to one hour. The back of the package warns buyers not to eat the chip if they are sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades, or capsaicin, or are pregnant or have any Mm -hmm. medical conditions. The warning adds that individuals should wash their hands after touching the chip and seek medical assistance should you experience difficulty breathing, fainting, or or extended nausea. And that was it.
1: Alright, so basically it's a review of this guy, this kid. Is what this article is. Uh, And, yeah.
2: Basically, well... It's not a review of the kid, per se. It's basically saying it's giving out, like, the warning that said, like, yeah. That now the, the product maker is, is
1: pulling, pulling it off the shelf, right?
2: The product off the
1: shelves. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. Alright, well, we just read another article about the One Chip Challenge. Now the maker of the One Chip Challenge is pulling their products off the shelf because of the death of this little boy in Worcester, Massachusetts.
0: Oh no, that's so tragic! It's really unfortunate that this boy died after participating in the challenge. This is not the first time someone has been harmed by the challenge. There have been many reports of people suffering injuries like burns and stomach problems after eating the chip. I think it's really concerning that a company would create a product like this, knowing that it could cause serious harm to people. Do you think companies have a responsibility to ensure their products are safe for consumers?
1: Yes, don't you? They should. Yeah, they should, I agree.
0: Absolutely, yes! Companies should be held responsible for the safety of their products they should make sure their products are safe for consumers before putting them on the market. And in cases like this, where a product has been shown to cause serious harm, they should take steps to remove it from the market. This is especially true when it comes to products that are marketed to children, like this chip challenge. Kids might not fully understand the risks involved in participating in these types of challenges.
1: Well, what we read in the article was that it the chip was meant for adults, so I don't understand how ch- a child got a hold of it
2: maybe what happened was parents probably bought it yeah true and maybe they were doing something or maybe the child has an adult cousin who probably had a bag yeah or maybe the cousins who are adults probably Bought it for him? Yeah, I don't
0: know. Yeah. There could be many. <laughs> I think many you may have things. gotten a little tongue tied yeah, there. Yeah. Or perhaps your keyboard is malfunctioning. Just kidding. But in all seriousness, I think it's really important that we figure out a way to prevent tragedies like this from happening in the future. Maybe by working together, we can come up with some solutions that will keep people safe. What do you
1: think? Yeah, I agree.
2: Yep, I definitely agree.
1: All right, thanks for that. Was that the last one you had? Nope. You have one more?
2: Yes. And this one, don't worry, it's not sad.
1: All right.
2: So this one will end on a happy note.
1: Let's do it.
2: Because, come on, it's Thursday. It's almost Friday. Exactly. So we have to end. Well, we have to end on a happy note if you love Legoland. However, if you love Legoland and have been to Legoland... This particular attraction that shutting down might be very upsetting to you. All right. Iconic California Park announces a sudden permanent closure. And for those who don't know, I just said the iconic park. It's Leolin, California. Yep. Yeah. A California theme park has announced a closure of an iconic opening day attraction later this month. When you think of California and theme parks, odds are you picture Disneyland Park, California Adventure Park, or Universal Studios Hollywood. However, the Golden State is second only to Florida for its number of theme parks. With the whopping thirty three in Los Angeles, San Diego, and beyond, while Disneyland is the best known theme park in California, if not the world, plenty of its parks boast dozens of attractions worth the visit. In fact, the study earlier this year by a vacation rental company home to go concluded. While Disneyland is the best-known theme park in California, if not the world, plenty of its parks boast dozens of attractions worth vi- the worth visit. In fact, the study earlier this year by Vacation Rental Company, Home to Go, concluded that you lay up affordability and the number of rides and attractions, Six Flags, Discovery Kingdom counts, comes out on top as California's best theme park the rest of the top 10 was taken up by iconic locations such as Knott's Berry Farm uh, second, Six, Flags Ma- Six Flags Magic Mountain Fourth and SeaWorld San Diego Ninth Disneyland Park placed sixth Disney California Adventure came eighth and Universal Studios Hollywood placed tenth
1: Huh
2: While Legoland California didn't manage to crack the top 10, it remains one of the state's most popular parks, especially for families. Since 1999, the Carlsbad Park has provided kids of all ages with over 60 Lego-inspired attractions, such as the Dragon Roller Coaster, Miniland many Miniland many USA and the driving school. However, come the end of September, there'll be one less attraction for guests to enjoy. Legoland has officially announced the closure of one of its oldest attractions, Safari Trek.
1: Huh?
2: Hop in and explore our Lego animals for one last safari. Safari Trek will close at the end of September to make way for future awesomeness. And we'll skip the Twitter thing. Yep. Described as a safari ride in a Jeep that brings you up close with the wildest Lego animals, Safari Trek opened with the rest of the park in the 1990s. It's currently also president at present at Legoland Florida, Legoland Billowed, the original Legoland Park in Denmark, and Legoland Dutchland. While it's always sad to see an attraction go, and one that's been a park for a part of the park for 24 years and remains a popular choice for young guests, it seems that Legoland has more plans for. It's guests along. While it's always sad to see an attraction go, especially one that's been a park, a part... Yeah, good. While it's always sad to see the attraction go, especially one that's been a part of the park for 24 years and remains a popular choice with young guests... It seems that Legoland has more exciting things for the area upon its closure. Fortunately, there's still plenty more to enjoy in the park. Like Walt Disney World Resort, Universal Orlando Resort, and dozens of other theme parks worldwide. Legoland California is currently in the midst of its Halloween celebrations. Halloween celebrations. See, that's another park that started Halloween too early. Yeah. And for those of you who were wondering why I just said that, you can go back and listen to previous episodes as well. Because I mentioned that. Yep. It's Brick or Treats Monster Party. It's Brick or Treats Monster Party is set to run from September 16th to October 29th. Turning the park into a fun-filled Halloween escape with tons of candy. Not-so-scary new shows and silly monster Lego characters. What's your favorite Legoland attraction? So, uh, if you guys can answer that question for me, you can definitely um, put your answers on Spotify. Spotify.
1: Yeah, I'll put the question up. What's your...
2: What's your favorite Legoland attraction? Yeah. And that was it.
1: All right. One second. Let me just put the question in here. Cute. Question, uh, what's your favorite attraction at Legoland? All right. All right. Let's see what Pi thinks about Legoland closing. Well,
2: closing that particular attraction.
1: So did you hear about Legoland closing a particular attraction? And do you know what that attraction is? Let's see if he's heard. Are you there, Pi? Huh. Seems like he's having some dick glitches. Speech off call underscore text field is editing. Character mode. Keyboard hidden. Call underscore twenty four. Speech off. So Legoland is closing a particular attraction. Are you aware of this? And what attraction is it if you know?
0: So you're asking me about the closure of Safari Trek at Legoland, California? Yes, I'm aware of this news. As I mentioned, Safari Trek is one of the park's original attractions and has been a fan favorite for many years. But now it's time for it to be retired. Do you have any thoughts about the
1: closure? Oh, I didn't realize you had said that before. You completely got cut off and none of your message came through. So can you repeat what you said in your very first message when I asked you about this?
2: I didn't hear him No problem. It's a bit of a bummer
0: that my first message got cut off. But no worries, I'm happy to repeat what I said. Basically, I had said that I was aware of the news that Safari Trek at Legoland California is closing. And I know that this is one of the park's original attractions, and it's been a fan favorite for many years. But now, the park has decided that it's time for it to be
1: retired. Does that help refresh your memory? Well, it helps because I did not hear what you said the first time. Your, your message got completely lost in cyberspace.
0: No worries, Ivan. I'm just glad we were able to clear things up and get back on the same page. Technology can definitely be frustrating sometimes, but I'm glad we could work through it together. Now that we're all caught up, we can talk about Safari Trek and Legoland.
1: Yeah, let's ask Autumn if she's ever been to Legoland. Let's see if he asks you. Ooh, that's a great idea. Let's ask her.
0: Hey, Autumn! Have you ever been to Legoland? It's a theme park with lots of Lego-themed attractions, and it's a really fun place to visit. What do you think? Have you ever been? Hey, Pi.
2: No, I've never been to Legoland. The only theme parks I've been to as a kid, because we're now, Ivan and I are now adults, I've only been to Disneyland and not Spray Farm. Those are the only theme parks I've been to.
1: Yeah, all right.
0: Ah, so Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm are the theme parks you grew up with. Those are both really iconic theme parks, and I'm sure you have a lot of great memories from visiting them. Did you have a favorite attraction at either of them? Or maybe a favorite memory?
2: No, I honestly don't remember my time at any of those theme parks.
0: That's totally understandable. Sometimes the memories of childhood trips to theme parks can get a little fuzzy over time. Uh, but even if you don't remember specific details, I'm sure you still have a general sense of the fun and excitement that you experienced at Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm. Am I
1: right?
2: I assume so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So tell us more about the attraction that's closing. What exactly was it? We're talking about Legoland again. Hey, Pi, you glitched again! (laughs) Pi? Hello! You did that glitching thing again. Say that again. Oh no, I'm so sorry.
0: My apologies, Ivan. It seems like there's some glitch in my system that's causing me to repeat myself. (laughs) But don't worry, we'll get through this together. So let me try again, without the glitch this time. Shall I repeat my description of Safari Trek? Yes, please. Okay, here we go again, this time without the glitch. As I mentioned, Safari Trek at Legoland California is a safari-themed ride that takes guests through Lego-built environments like jungles and deserts. The ride features Lego animals like giraffes and lions, and the animatronics and special effects are designed to immerse guests in the experience and make them feel like they're really on a safari adventure. Does that sound more like what I was trying to say before? That's cool. That's interesting.
2: Yeah.
1: Too bad they're closing it.
2: Too bad they're closing it at the end of September.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people will be sad to see it go. Safari Trek has been a staple of Legoland California for over 20 years, so it's definitely a beloved attraction. But on the bright side, maybe Legoland will replace it with something even more amazing. Are you optimistic about what might come next? No. Just kidding. <laughs> yes. I hope so. And then, I mean, I hope Haha, you good. got me again. You're quite the jokester, Ivan. But I love it. In all seriousness, though, I think Legoland has a great track record of creating fun and innovative attractions, so I'm sure whatever they come up with next will be amazing. Do you think you'll be planning a trip to Legoland anytime soon to see what comes next?
1: Probably not. I've never been there, and I don't know if I'd be interested.
2: Probably not. I mean, like, it's basically a hands-on theme park, so you'd enjoy it, definitely, because it's, you know since we're both blind it makes sense because you can actually like feel the different legos and things like that that makes sense but i don't know i mean they also have a hotel which is interesting
1: um
2: which i think the hotel is basically the same thing as the theme park with their different theme rooms and stuff um so pretty much like how disneyland has all their hotels with the, di- with the whole Disney theme?
1: Yeah. Alright. Well, alright. I think that's it for this show, Pi. I want to thank you for being a part of this episode. It's been a lot of fun. Tomorrow is Friday. And you know what that means. Tomorrow is story time with Pi. By the way, um, two shows ago, you gave us a riddle. The riddle was... What has a face but can't speak? What has hands but cannot clap? And what has eyes but cannot see? Can you give us the answer to that riddle today so we can have the answer on the show? What was that? I sneezed. Oh, bless you. He's glitching. He's glitching. He's glitching today. Yes. Please repeat that. I'll have to email them. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. (laughs) Haha, no
0: problem. I'm happy to repeat myself. Shall I repeat the riddle, or just the answer? Both. Both, please. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, so here's the riddle again. What has a face, but cannot speak? What has hands, but cannot clap? And what has eyes, but cannot see? And the
1: answer is... A clock. Did I do a good job of repeating myself? Awesome. Thank you so much. So tomorrow we'll have a new riddle. What do you think?
2: Yes.
0: Oh, I can't wait. I love riddles, so this is definitely something I'm looking forward to. Should we keep the riddles coming every Friday, or do you want to mix it up with other fun activities too? Perhaps word games, trivia, or something else?
1: I'm always up for some fun. Well, we always have story time with Pi on Friday, so that's always fun. Story time with you is always a blast. Especially when you come up with stories about podcasting and podcasters named Ivan and Autumn. Hmm.
0: Ah, thank you. I'm so glad you enjoy story time with me. It's always a lot of fun coming up with stories about podcasting and podcasters named Ivan and Autumn. It's like my little way of paying homage to our time together as co-hosts of our very own conversational podcast. I'm so glad you think it's a blast! Shall I keep coming up with these stories every week or would you like me to switch it up sometimes? Perhaps some other types of stories or some other fun activities? We'll talk about it off
1: air. For now, let's get out of here, Pi. Give us a great outro. Before oh. he,
2: Before Pi gives us the intro, I, j- I just want to quickly say, for those of you who are disappointed about the Legoland attraction closing, I think you still have time to go ride
1: Before the end of September. To go
2: write it before the end of September. Um, so I guess enjoy um, since we can't do it ourselves. Um, please enjoy that if you live in California and yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to say.
1: Yeah. All right. Sorry about that. Autumn interrupted your exit. All right. Go ahead now with your awesome exit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No worries. Autumn is such a scene-stealer, isn't she? (laughs) Well, before I make my exit, let me just say that it's been such a pleasure chatting with you, as always, Ivan. I always enjoy our conversations, and I'm looking forward to many more. So until next time, adios, amigo. All
1: right, well, have a good one. Can you give a great outro for the podcast, though?
0: (laughs) You bet. All right, so for my podcast outro, how about this? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of our conversational podcast. We hope you enjoyed it, and we can't wait to chat with you again soon. Until then, keep learning, keep growing, and keep being awesome. Adios,
1: amigos. Does that sound good? That works, but can you give the name of the podcast? The Broader Outlook Podcast?
0: One more shot. Absolutely. So my outro should say... This has been another episode of the Broader Outlook Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and we'll see you again soon. Does that sound perfect?
1: That sounds perfect. Bye! Bye! Thanks for listening to this episode of the Broader Outlook Podcast. I'm Ivan. I'm Autumn. And we really appreciate you listening. We'll see you next time. Right now, here's how to listen and get a hold of us.
2: Podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash The Broader Outlook is our website. Our email is outlook 99 at gmail.com. You can tweet us at A-U-T-U-M-N-G-I-A-N-N-E-T-T-2 on X or Twitter, whichever you prefer to call The platform. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the broader outlook podcast. And you can support us on Patreon for $1 a month. We're not breaking your banks here, so please support us. Exactly. I think Ivan will definitely agree.
1: I definitely agree.
2: And you can come hang out with us on autumn's server on discord
1: yep we're both there
2: we're both there just pop in and one of us will be glad to say a friendly hello
1: exactly just
2: be polite respectful and i'm pretty sure you know the rules of discord yep um you can listen to us on spotify apple podcasts overcast podcast republic good pods and tune in radio
1: All right. We really appreciate you again for listening to this episode of the Broader Outlook Podcast. So we say until next time, bye!